This podcast is not meant to be professional advice of any kind. It's meant to be informative and entertaining. If you make any changes to your life, see the appropriate professional before you do so. Hello and welcome to SuperAge. My name is David Harry Stewart. I'm the founder of Aegist. At SuperAge, we help you live better and become the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want a SuperAge? Welcome to episode 18 of the SuperAge podcast. We are so excited today. We have Joan, as in training with Joan and her daughter, Michelle. A couple of amazing people. Just as a little background, if you don't know, Joan has an Instagram feed called Training with Joan. And we started we started following her a couple of years ago when we wrote a piece about her on Aegist when she had like 20,000 followers. And I, I saw her on Instagram and I thought, this is incredible. I mean, here's this woman. She was, I think, 73 at the time. And she was fit and she was strong. And she had completely changed her body, completely changed her health in the, couple, you know, in the course of a couple of years at the age of 70. You know, at the age when they're telling people like, you know, take it easy, walk around the mall. Jones, Jones doing deadlifts and pull-ups. Uh, she's awesome. And, you know, one of the things that I, I want to say in the intro here is that there's a lot of crazy going on in the world. We're doing this the second week of January. I hope that God things don't get more crazy um, than what's happened recently. But these are things that are outside of our control, at least outside of my control. What I am in control of is what am I thinking, what am I focusing on, and what are my actions? And Joan, through her actions, has shown that what a lot of us are told is impossible is not impossible. It's just hard. It takes work. But, you know, have a look at Joan's Instagram and just just put a, 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 point, a little data point here. We, on our Instagram feed, we put a lot of famous people on, movie stars and stuff like that. Joan, at 75, uh, has gotten, she was like, over the course of two years, I think the most popular thing that we ever put on Instagram and was one of the most popular things that we wrote about on Aegist um, in the last couple of years. So, um, huge role model for so many people. I think she's up to... We're going to ask her. I think it's over a million people. She's inspiring a million people with her fitness journey at, I believe she's now 75. So excited to speak Joan and her uh, really amazing trainer daughter, Michelle. We'll get to her in just a moment after we speak uh, a couple of words from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Cary Grand, which is a wonderful skincare company that we've been working with for the last few months. And... They are just a just a fantastic find. I'm so happy that we came upon them. They believe in something that may be, you know, somewhat revolutionary in the skincare and beauty industry, and that is let's look at health and hydration over youth and perfection. Radical, right? And just word to the wise, perfection will make you nuts. <laughs> let's work with what we've got um, and just try and do the best with that. Uh, their their results are designed for sustainability at every level. Uh, there's you know sustainability in the world, in your body, and in your everyday routines. They have this very simple routine, which is great for me. I'm a guy, you know. I really wasn't educated on this stuff too much. Uh, it's cleanse, hydrate, protect, and go. 
And just a word on Protect, what they're talking about there is their sunblock. And I'm, I am religious about sunblock. Um, I wear it every day. And as Carrie was explaining to me one day, there's UVA and UVB. They're both bad. B is what burns you. A is what ages you. And A will go through glass. It will bounce off of surfaces. It goes through clouds. It's why even in the winter, here we are in December, before I leave the house, I put on Cary Grand SPF. Um, and it smells great, by the way. It's like the best smelling sunblock I've ever used. So um, if you would like to explore their products, please do. Um, you get a wholehearted endorsement from us here. Cary Grand is spelled K-A-R-I-G-R-A-N. And since you're an awesome Super Age listener, you get 20% off site-wide if you type in Aegis 20 at checkout. That's A-G-E-I-S-T-20. Good products. You're going to like them. Hey, Joan, how are you today? I'm fine. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Tulum with my daughter and, and son-in-law. It's it's beautiful here. Great day today. Too bad we're inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it's hard to do these things outside. Outside, it sure is. And, and we have your daughter, Michelle, with us today. Hi. Thanks for Thanks for having me on board, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Joan, you are just, you're such a role model for so many people. And I, among our people, you're a, you're a hero. Um, you know, when we put up before and after pictures of you, it's really, um, it shows people what's possible. And, and that's something that we talk a lot about here that, um, impossible isn't, it, it just doesn't really exist. It's just, it, you know, things can, they're just harder. Um, but you can still do it. Um, so I want to I want to just dive in here. So I, can we tell people how old you are, Joan? Right now, I'm pushing seventy five. <laughs> wow! Oh, I just amazing. Um, and so, w- when did you start training? Um, it was the latter part of my seventieth year, uh, actually January of two thousand seventeen, and I ended up coming down to Tulum to be with my daughter and son-in-law because I had no idea how I was going to be doing this um, from long distance. And they wanted to, to make sure that I had a clue, which I needed more than a clue. But anyway, um, all, the technology was just almost overwhelming. It, it scared me, scared the bejeebers out of me is what it did. <laughs> Um, learning uh, macros and, and, and learning to follow directions, like I said, from a distance was, was rather overwhelming. Well, I, I want to back this up a little bit. Why, why did you start this? Uh, my health was, um, I started because my health was bad and Michelle was a little scared for me. She, she laid it down on the line, you know, like, you're going to end up in a home and, and I'm not going to be there to, to clean you up and, and that. So you got to, you got to think about yourself for the, you know, do you want to live a good life or not? Uh, I had high blood pressure. I had acid reflux, which was like, it choked me all the time. And um, apparently the, um, my kidney doctor wanted me on uh, high cholesterol, 
medication and I'm not sure if I really needed it or not, but I, they were professionals, so I listened to them. So I was on those three things. And then they wanted to up my medication because I wasn't keeping my um, blood pressure at a, an even keel. And that affects my kidneys as well. So yeah, I did not want to go on any more medication. I wanted to get off of the darn things. So she said, you know, like I can give you um, a program. If you join my program, I can give you a way of making yourself better. And that's hard to believe. But I, I also put it to my doctor and I asked her if she was willing, if I could get my weight down and my blood pressure at, on an even keel, would she, you know, like monitor me and then maybe get me off of the medication? And she, thank God she was willing. She was willing. So I, that's one of the things that I, I, I really am happy about. And she, I know she was happy. She was retiring in a couple of years and just seeing me do that. I think she had hope for her mom as well. I, so I, I want to give people who don't um, know exactly what your story is. Um, I, I'd like to put a little context on this. Um, so, um, are we allowed to tell people how much you weighed when you started this? <laughs> yeah, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think before I even started this, I had reached a little over 200 pounds. Uh, I think my highest weight was 205 and I, I, I still can't believe I was that weight. I didn't think I looked that bad until I saw the pictures of, you know, from before when I really looked at them, because I hated my picture being taken. So when I saw these pictures and then befores and the afters, like it brought it home. I was obese. No two ways about it. And how much do you weigh now? 130.5. Wow. Uh, and so I, I want to ask Michelle. Um, have you ever trained anybody at 70 who did what your mom did? I'm, I know you're, you're a professional trainer. You're, you, you have an awesome skill set. How did you go about this? Mom was definitely my oldest. She still is my oldest client. Um, so, so that's for sure. She's, she, she's at the top of the list there. Um, to be honest though, um, you know, there's, there's really, um, there's no different, the age isn't really the factor. It's really um, things like her blood pressure was a concern, right? So making sure that the programming was, um, especially the cardio, um, was not exacerbating blood pressure until that was under control. Um, and that's not really an age thing. It's just a condition thing that was her condition. And, um, she had really arthritic knees, a lot of swelling. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, when they get that overweight, they can in plus with their kidneys, um, they get a lot of massive swelling, um, which in the lower body. So the knee flexion and ankle flexion is an issue. Um, and so we, I had her do a lot of leg press type type movements. So the weight of the leg press would help her joints move. And that again, is more of a 
a weight issue. It's not really an age issue. So, and that's why my approach to all my clients, I have a lot of 60 and 50 year olds now and, um, uh, people write to me and ask me, you know, oh, you know, I know that you know how to coach gals who are in menopause. And my response is always the same. It has how I coach has nothing to do with your age. It has nothing to do with menopause. It's what what kind of medical conditions you have, um, what kind of range of motion issues or injuries you have. And then the programming is tailored and, and you know, minimally tailored. Um, I don't I don't want to suggest that it has to be really fancy. Uh, at all it doesn't it just has to be good programming that takes account of those sorts of issues and then they're off to the races so that was really it for mom i i want to ask um joan a little bit because um we've been following you really closely and i'm um i just i mean i think i'm pretty fit i'm pretty strong but uh you're 75 i watch you do dead hang pull-ups um how many dead hang pull-ups are you doing I can't do there very many. I can do. Well, you can do more than you can do any at all. It's astonishing. <laughs> I can do three in a row, like this morning. Um, I did three in a row, and my daughter had asked me, "Could you put weight on?" So I put a five a belt on with a five pound weight, and I was able to do it. I was really happy about that. So, so you're doing you're doing weighted pull-ups. Yeah, I just started wow. today. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and I, you know, tell me when, when you started this, what were the, you know, most, most people, the reason they don't do what you're doing is they either think it's impossible or they're scared. Um, oh, yeah. What, what were you scared of when you started? Um, actually, I think the scariest thing for me, and it still is, is doing the, um, uh, the chest press, bench press with bench press, uh huh, weights because right. I'm always afraid that I'm going to my arms are going to give out because I have a bad shoulder and I'm, it's going to come across my neck and kill me. <laughs> but I still do it. Um, I per prefer to have someone around, they, they don't necessarily have to do anything but keep an eye on me. And I would do that. I, witness. Beginning, yeah. I, I would ask anyone, you know, to watch, watch out for me. And cause I've had a, have had to have a couple of saves <laughs> when in the gym, like years ago, uh, two years, I think ago it was that my arm gave out and I'm, Oh, <laughs> it was like, this. at least I had one good arm that kept it off choking me. <laughs> It's so, I, I mean, I've had that, I personally, I've had that happen and the bar gets stuck on the chest and once it's down, that's get, it. After you, a certain that, point, yeah. That's it. You gotta, you gotta say, help, <laughs> let me take this thing off of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, it's, uh, but I, I don't think I've ever really um, backed down from a challenge and Michelle can be very challenging. And I, I'll listen to her because she seems to know what she's doing. And she's done such a great job with so many women. I, I you know, I don't think it's a great job for me, except that I, I guess because of the condition I was in, it is great. Um, Joan, you're strong. Okay. I just want to be really clear about this. Um, 
you do serious deadlifts. I, I, I'm, you know, this is a podcast, so people are not going to see, but I just saw your arm as you pull it up and your arm is ripped. There <laughs> you have serious muscles in your arm. You're strong. Okay. <laughs> I think if my mom had been born now, she would have probably been a strength athlete. Um, because she, she is definitely, uh, naturally strong and she's always been strong she's always we have videos of her um what was it 20 years ago mom when you and dad put the addition on the house and mom okay. would have a wheelbarrow and she was overweight she was probably at that time i think you're probably around 180 yeah. and there she was in the hot summer with a wheelbarrow full of of construction blocks. yeah and she's just lugging it from the from the front yard into the backyard like it was nobody's business so she's just always been like that just strong I, so i um you know, one of the things that I find, Michelle, is that so I'm I'm 62 and the difference between me training now and, you know, 10 or 20 years ago is the recovery is harder. It takes longer. Um, how how did you how do you help Joan recover from the, you know, pretty intense training that she's doing? Uh, well, I think mom mom's recovery is true. Um that there's a lot of research that indicates that recovery slows as you get older. Um, to be honest, David, sometimes I wonder who they're studying. It's important, <laughs> really? to, ask those, it's important to ask those questions, right? Because are you, is this a trained athlete? Is it relative to how they were in their prime? Is it an untrained athlete that maybe their diet's not there or their sleep right. is not there? A lot of, a lot of people um, that, um, don't follow good programming, don't understand how important sleep is. Um, and one of the things that I notice about uh, uh, women, I don't know about men, but my specialty is women, is their sleep is terrible. So when we start, yeah. they start working with me, their water, their sleep, and of course their nutrition, we get that up. And that profoundly affects recovery. But let's just say that maybe recovery is an issue. Um, for a moment, she started out when she was really big. She just had four training days and one yoga day. Um, and uh, a lot of mobility, not a lot, but daily mobility. So at least 15 minutes of some mobility work as well. Um, and like I said, really prioritizing sleep, hydration, and managing your stress. Those, those three things really impact recovery time. So mom's, mom's, um, um, I, I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the athlete world and we're always sore. So yeah. I, I kind of scratched my head at that one because I'm like, well, we're always sore and it, not so sore that you can't train or you can't build muscle. You, know, you shouldn't train to the point where you're not able to actually recover and build. But um, we're never fresh, fresh as a daisy. It's just not like that. We'd ha you'd have to take three, four days off to be fresh as a daisy. So um, I guess with mom, she's sore like any other athlete sore from training and she's been able to build some really nice muscle as a 70 year old. Yeah. She doesn't take any kind of, any kind of HRT, uh, no growth hormone. She doesn't take anything like that. So just as a natural, natural woman being really older and really having low hormones, she has been able to build some quality tissue. Um, and she's sore like a normal person. So yeah, I don't know if I answer that question because it's yeah no no that was that was wonderful. So t tell me um, how um, how much time? So if you're going so if uh, if someone Joan I guess anyone is doing say um, a certain muscle group 
um, a, a leg or an arm or something. How, uh, what's the what's the um, the interval between when you hit the muscle again? Um, like in training, like well, like I'll have a day, a leg day, uh, maybe Monday, upper body Tuesday, another leg day Wednesday, and but different groups in that lower, lower glute body. Day. Glute day on Wednesday. The glute day, yeah. Well, it's still lower body. Um, and then another upper body, and it's sort of a mixed bag come Saturday. So you're, you, you use it all. But I find the leg days are, I have more, I have to have a rest. <laughs> so I can take a half an hour nap. Uh, like I don't need to have a couple of hours sleep or anything just a half an hour is yeah. uh, seems to be enough for recovery. And I've, I've never worked out to the point of exhaustion because I don't think that benefits. I don't know about that. I've seen you pretty exhausted. <laughs> well, like, yeah, but I mean, I, I can recover from it. It's not, it's not that mm-hmm. I'm debilitated or anything like that. You know, I've never gotten to that point. I mean, the only thing, the only injury that I've ever had was my piriformis. And that was a nasty one um, because it has to do with the sciatic nerve. And that was, took a long time to recover from that because you can't do anything. You got that problem in COVID, in lockdown. (laughs) lockdown. I don't know what I was doing that, 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 that pulled it, but because I normally uh, warm up, like do my stretch exercises before I start my training and I do a cool down afterwards. So I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing, I guess, or doing it more enthusiastically than I should have. <laughs> but anyway, I know enough now not to do anything too quickly uh, in case I do that, pull it again. And it's, it, it's always seems to be there. Like every once in a while, I'll feel it. And you know that if you, do too much, it's going to come back again. And I I'm, don't want that. I really a, don't. To answer your question, Dave, there's about three days, the way we do the training splits. So the day one's mostly quad focus with maybe one set for hamstrings. Day two is usually a chest and triceps. Uh, day three is usually glutes. So it's lower body, but it'll be more glute like cable kickbacks. They don't really affect your hamstrings and your, in your, in your quads. It's really a glute isolation hip thrusts. So the, the body parts have plenty of time to recover. Um, so you're doing, it's a, it's a week cycle. Yeah. Um, so every, every Monday is the same, whatever. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. So it's, I mean, so it might it's a, change once in a while, but the body parts are pretty much split up to give the athlete plenty of time to recover. So it's about a seven day cycle. Yeah. That's okay. Nice. Um, so Joan, I just want to tell you um, in, in my previous life as a photographer, I photographed a lot of NBA MVPs and Olympic athletes and they all take naps. They're all huge nappers. Um, Napping is great. You sleep when you yeah. go. <laughs> so you're not alone. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, so talk to me about like when you started this. So Michelle says to you, listen, mom, um, you're going to have metabolic syndrome. You know, things are going downhill quickly here you either got to do something about this or it's going to get ugly. 
And so when you, you come down to Tulum, tell me, what was that like? How did you go from, I mean, my understanding was you very low activity to then coming and training. So talk to me about like those first few months. What was that like for you? Oh, the first few months, even the first few weeks, <laughs> Michelle could tell you, uh, my acid reflux really kicked in badly when I first came here. Um, it was it was pretty nasty. It was I couldn't keep anything down. Um, I worked out as best I could. Uh, from Michelle's viewpoint, looking at me, she could tell you more. Um, I just did whatever I was told. We... We didn't have a gym at that time here. Like they, they still had, that was a dream still. And um, we went to any gym that we could get into that had some equipment. Some of it was very antiquated. Um, it wasn't anything like back at home, uh, but at least I got to, to do or to learn the exercises the way they were supposed to be done um and carried that back home and put it into better practice when i had machines that were more up to date uh it, it was um yeah the first couple of months and then learning the macros uh that i still have a little bit of trouble with that although i'm getting better and better all the time but it's just i didn't understand a lot of stuff and um, I didn't think, I really didn't think the first year that anything was going to go anywhere, that maybe I'd just lose some weight, get off my meds. That was it. And that wasn't it. <laughs> it's something that once you've started this and you see results, you want to keep going because you don't know where it's going to lead you. And I'm finding this is like an adventure Um where every, every week there's something that's changing, whether it's in my diet, which doesn't change weekly, but, or in the exercises or, or just, you know, like from one week to the next feeling stronger. Like it, it kind of surprises me all the time that I actually am getting stronger. And as I get older, it's got, you know, like, so that's why I hear too many, because I hear people telling other people, oh, you shouldn't do that. You, you know, you're too old to do this and you're too old to do that. Or, you know, like you're a little fragile. Hey, why don't you build these people up, not tear them down? Like do the exercises, get in there. And, and make yourself stronger. Have a better life than you're having. I was just existing at, that, at the point where I started. And I didn't want that. I didn't, you know, my, my family has a, a, a longevity to it on both sides. And I'm looking, okay, they live to be 90 and I'm only 70. I got 20 years of existing. No, I wanted to live. I hadn't actually really lived until I did started this journey and thank God I did. That's all I can say. I just, Joan, I just love your story. <laughs> um, you, you are the embodiment of everything that we talk about here that um, 
you know, I, I had a doctor tell me, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not fit like Michelle's fit, but I'm, I'm okay. And I, I had a doctor tell me the other day, I, I had my physical, and he said to me, oh, so you're active. And what he meant was like, I don't know, like I walk or something. And it's like, because that, that's how they talk to us. Like, I know. And you then stress yourself. Like, like what? <laughs> I think it's even getting younger that they're starting on, on women, especially in their 30s. But I know it's when horrible. I was younger, it was in their 40s and they give them pills. Give them. Yeah. What is it? Uh, what's that drug? Um, Valium? That's oh. what they're giving. They're giving a Valium like candy back when I was younger to my friends, older sisters and stuff. And I'm going, why would they be giving them Valium? You know, like they're not invalids. Right. They're, you know, like you should be encouraging them to, to, to walk, to do. Right. It always was in the back of my mind, but it, it, I didn't apply it as much to myself, I thought I was doing okay. Like I said, I was wearing blinders, obviously. See, did not even knowing that I was that obese. And, uh, but like Michelle said, I, I always was strong. So that's, I think that's what kind of blinded me to the other facts. You know, I didn't see any muscles in my arms. I just was strong. I don't know. I see a lot of muscles now. I think mom, I, you know, I'd have to say that you knew that you were, that you were fat because you, you told me that, right? I mean, I hated my pictures. Yeah. You hated your pictures, but you also, I mean, your clothes, you know, yeah, clothes situation and all that. So you knew, but it was at, it was when you started to become smaller, that's when you could no longer identify with the starting photos, you would look yeah. at those and you were thinking, wow, I was that big. And which is a very nor normal um, process yeah. that happens with, with clients. It's you kind of dissociate for yourself. And one thing that I, I really um, implore all my clients, you know, to, to look back at those photos with gratitude and respect, because, you know, that woman, imagine wrapping whatever, 70 pounds, you know, around your body and, and going and exercising in plus the medications, I mean, and not knowing, are you going to be, cause you don't never know, am I going to be successful? And so you're sweating and going through all that. And so never look at that, those photos and think disparagingly like, Oh, that girl, she, I, that was just awful. And I was embarrassed to be like that. No, that, that, that woman was the real warrior. She's the one that started the journey and had the hope and yeah. fought through all the negative self-talk to to make this a reality and then now you have to cherish this and keep holding the torch and keep going right that's right and I, i've got so many success stories um on my instagram they're getting they're getting more and more which i just love that maybe we are getting the message out to people that don't sit back and take take it you know you, go for it why should you not have a life um, you, you, usually mothers are the, the backbone of any family. They, they do, 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 and they don't realize that they're not really benefiting. And, um, I think a lot of women need to, and I'm, 
it's men as well, but women especially have been taken for granted for a long, long time. But they're, they're there. But they don't really contribute all that much. It's amazing how much we contribute to our men and to yeah. society if, if they would just acknowledge it. That's a really powerful message. Um, I, I, I want to I circle back just to um, some people might not understand some of the terminology that we're using here. M- Michelle, talk to me about macros. What's, what's a macro? Um, macro just refers to the protein, carbs, and fat content that's in food. Um, and we need macronutrients. We need to consume you know, macronutrients in order to, to thrive. Um, so that's what a macro is. And in the old days, people would, you know, dietitians would tell you, you know, eat a piece of chicken, you know, eat four ounces of chicken and have a cup of broccoli and maybe have a cup of rice. And that would be a balanced meal. And that would be called a a meal plan. And so, but you were limited by, you know, you had to eat chicken and broccoli and rice. And now what we do is we, we say, well, you can have whatever you want, but it has to have this much protein, the meal has to have this much protein, this much carbs and this much fat. And, and then there's these apps now that do all the math for you. You just have to load what you want to eat into it and then adjust the amounts, right? A little bit more of this, a little bit less of that so that you get the meal, um, the macros that um, you're supposed to have. And so this allows a lot of freedom now um, for people to really tailor their meal plan to, towards their own taste and what they have in the fridge. Right on. And so what are the sort of macros that you've had Joan eating? What's the, what's the ratio that you're recommending there? Uh, well, mom's evolved, you know, quite, quite a bit over the last few years, but currently I think she's at 150. So she weighs 130. She's at 150 grams of protein. I think on her training days, 175 grams of carbs. And are you on 40 or 50 grams of 40, fat? Mom? 40 grams of fat. Yeah. So carbs are significantly higher on the training days. And she's been on that plan for a few weeks now. Every time she comes and stays with us, she always does really well. Um, and then she'll go home and she'll, she'll um, fall behind. <laughs> she'll fall, yeah, she'll fall behind. Um, and so she's been here with us for a couple months now. Uh, I'm very excited to have her here for a whole six months because I'm really, I, I feel almost like a scientist, right? Like here's my oldest client and now she's lab here lab. with me so I can really make sure she's, you know, toeing the line and I want to see what's going to happen. I want to see too. I'm like, what's going to happen with her body in six months when she's really on point um, for the whole time. So the, um, my, my, my clients all consume a minimum except for like an absolutely completely rare circumstance and that they consume a gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. I say ideal body weight because if I've got a client that's 80 pounds overweight, um, we don't feed the adipose tissue. The adipose tissue doesn't need protein. We don't feed it, right? So um, if I've got a five foot three girl that's 200 pounds, I know she's probably going to end up, um, you know, anywhere from 115 to 130 pounds, depending on her her build, her natural build. So I'll, I'll aim the gram of protein on like 130 pounds, not 200 pounds. Is that, yeah. So. And Joan, are you, uh, how do you, do you weigh all your food or do you just know at this point? No, 
I still wait. I still weigh it. Um, sometimes I'll make a guess at something, and I'm only a gram or two out. So I know that I'm. My guesstimate's getting pretty good, but no, I still weigh stuff. Yeah. Right on. At home. And, at home. Yeah. So I, I, could you? Um, I, I want to hear about like just like a a day. So like a Monday. Um, what time do you get up in the morning? Um, I'm usually up before by six o'clock. By and six o'clock or you, before, but yeah. Do you eat and then train, or do you? How does that work? Um, well, I get up and I and I do um, my meditation and I do my elevate for the brainy and make my bed. Then I have I usually have a coffee in there. <laughs> I have to have my coffee first, and then I make some breakfast. And the before and after workout is is higher um, consumption of carbs. So. Um, I have my breakfast, then I go to the gym, come home, eat another meal, and take a shower, and the rest of the day is mine. Then um, around approximately two and a half to three hours after my my second meal, I'll have um, what I call my fun meal, which is usually um, either yogurt or um, a fluff, but I love my fluff. What, Which, what's a, I don't know. What's a fluff? What's a fluff? I don't know a fluff. I use uh, coconut milk and protein powder and uh, a lot of ice in a ninja and beat the heck out of it until it's really, really, really fluffy. And then I'll probably have, uh, could be uh, one of our muffins, recipes that Michelle's made up, or I have rice cakes with some peanut butter on it or jam, whichever. And uh, it, I feel like I'm having a treat. So, and then around uh, another three hours after that, so between 5.30 and 6 o'clock, I usually have um, my fourth meal. And it's a little bit smaller than first or second, but it's, uh, it's balanced to what I'm supposed to have. And the same with my one before I go to bed. And sometimes you fit in some ice cream. Oh, yeah. If I really watch watch what I'm eating, I can save enough to have a little bit of ice cream. About 50 grams. But it tastes so, so you're, good. You're, you're eating five times a day, right? Mm -hmm. Sort of um, throughout the day. Yeah. So about every three hours, you have some kind of foods that your so your body keeps working 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 yeah. your metabolism is seems to speed up better um i would never have guessed that i would never have thought to eat more you can lose more weight it just doesn't make any sense does it but it works and it's been proven that um you can eat more and still lose Get stronger. It's just lovely. So and I make many, my own ice cream. <laughs> oh well, that. So Michelle, how many how many calories a day is Joan eating? Oh, um, Mom, I I don't know how 15, many calories. Fifteen hundred and fifty, I think. Is that what it is? Something like that. So one fifty times five. 
1660, almost 1700. Okay, yeah. Which is, so that's 1600 divided by 130. So that's, you're eating 12.8 um, calories per pound, which is pretty darn good um, for, for an older, older gal. That's, that's, so most girls will start working with me. They'll be eating um, nine, eight, nine, 10 calories per pound. It's uh, everyone thinks three, I always get these applications that oh, I'm eating 200, 2000 calories, or I'm eating 2200 calories. And I said, okay, show me your food log. And they're lucky if they're eating 12, 1300 calories. And even my mom, um, when the first diet I wrote for her, I think was supposed to be about 1450 calories she was two, 200 pounds. Right. And I thought, well, this is probably what we'll start her out on. And she couldn't eat it. We, no, just, no. Went, we just went back through all of her food logs. And the thing with the, my macros app and why I have my clients use it is because I can, I can go on and look at how they're planning their meals and really follow their diet versus self-assessment. Is everyone self-assessed a little bit funny? I'm doing great. <laughs> everything's fine. Um, then you go in and you're like, oh, okay, well, you're missing your protein and there's too much fat in this meal. It, so mom was eating about 900 calories a day for the first several weeks. And she yes. was full. She was absolutely full. She told me this seems like so much food. And I hear it all the time from my, my, my applicants. Yeah. Hey, Michelle, what's the app that you're using? It's called my macros. Okay. And, yeah. I, and um, it's, it's a popular one. Fitness Pal is another popular one, but I like my macros because it really focuses on macros. So um, not calories. It tallies up the calories for you, but the focus is on um, hitting your macros. And so the way it's set up, it really, it really um, allows you to hone in on that more so, much more so than Fitness Pal. So um, what I really underline with, with, with women is that um, – learn the macros that are in your favorite ingredients, right? So get to know that if you love bread, that hundred grams of bread is about 30 grams of 38 grams of carbs and eight grams of protein, and maybe a gram of fat, depending on the recipe. And so know the macros of your favorite ingredients and then, um, you know, have at it, you know, like have fun, create really great meals that taste amazing. Um, and have confidence with that. So you're not guessing anymore um, and playing that whole good food, bad food thing. It's like, no, just, just find the foods and make sure you're eating them in the right amount at the right time. So you get the results, the outcome that you want. And I think mom's a living example of that. She's eating more food now than when she was 200 pounds. She's eating more food than a lot of my gals that are 30 that right to start working with me. She's eating more food than them. Yeah. Um, Amazing. John, what, tell me, what's your biggest challenge these days? What's hard for you? Um, keeping up with my stories. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's so many. It just seems like um, I spend an awful lot of time on the computer with, you know, answering the Instagrams or, or reading them up and, and trying to answer a lot of them. Uh, some of them I don't have to say too much. It's it's just that they they're giving me feedback, um, but they do ask a lot of questions, and I and I like to be able to answer them fairly intelligently. Um, I just getting the message out. I'm not 
as consistent as I should be, but I'm getting there because I have two taskmasters <laughs> that I'm living with. Snap! <laughs> I gotta, I've gotta do this, and um, I know it's better if I do what they tell me the proper way without having to hassle me. So I, 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 I just want to tell people the scope of your influence. Um, so because you have a lot of influence out there now. So how many people follow you on Instagram? Um, last I looked, it was 1.1 million. Wow. I mean, and so how does it feel to be in this position? I mean, it's kind of amazing. I, I still find it. I still find it hard to believe, um, but I know that they have this message has to get out to women. And like I said, I'm getting more and more feedback that it's actually working um, where either the person who's writing me or their mother or their grandmother or their aunt has just blossomed. Um, it just, and women that have, had so many health challenges and are not um, they're not listening to the naysayers they're doing what they feel that, I, that they can accomplish I think a, lo a lot of people it doesn't have to be women it could be men and women will sit back on their laurels and and oh poor me you know they want it they want to be the victim uh, most of us don't want to be the victim. We would we would like to stand up on our own two feet and and be heard. We're just scared, and it is a, a, a scary business to to um, go against the stream. I've, you know, like so, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I, I just want to ask. I want to ask Michelle because there's there's just so much um, misinformation about strength training. Um, and you know, women who think that they shouldn't strength train or they can't strength train. How do you, how do you address that? Uh, well, I think I, I, um, I don't really address it because to be honest, women that, that, um, come to see me, um, are already, are already buying into the store that I'm, that I'm selling. Right. It's like, you know, you're, you, you completely own your outcomes and anything's pop, anything's possible. And my saying actually for, with my, with my clients, David is, is like, you know, uh, you might want to accomplish something impossible. That just means that you're going to have to do impossible things. That's all impossible means. You just have to be willing to do impossible things. And if you're willing to do those things and I'll help you do them, then you can get what you want. Uh, so um, I think, I think um, my, my message would be more for um, other trainers. You know, and you asked me, you know, is there anything I did differently with mom? No, you know, age has nothing to do with, with your potential. I mean, you're, you have potential until you're dead. Mm -hmm. And my job as a coach is to look at the woman and, and pace our pace, our training so that we're always pushing a little bit, respecting where she is now. Um, and, and I look at a woman, I think what, what makes me 
um, click so well with so many women, even though I work mostly online, is I really look at what they can be, what they can become. And we just work together. We roll up our sleeves, we work together and we uncover that. And they work hard. Um, Mom, the first month, I was probably the most concerned I've ever been in my life for a client. I mean, I was like, is she going to, is she going to have a heart attack here? Cause she just, if you see some of her earlier videos and I'm glad I took those videos. I mean, she was just like, her face was just, uh, she looked, she was going to explode. And <laughs> a couple of times there in Mexico because of the heat and she had the blood pressure medication, um, and the acid reflux. I mean, she was dizzy and the sweat was just flying off her. And, um, I, I had to tell her like, that's enough. Like we, we need to pull back here, uh, because it's now you're trying too hard. Um, and now of course I don't say that it's like add more weight. Let's go. You lifted that weight last week. So that, I guess that's a long answer, but, um, you know, you're, you have potential until it's over. And, and, um, you got, you do have to pace your training, but your training should always be hard, right? So your training should always be hard. So you're pushed a little bit and that's how the body grows. You push just enough that it's really hard to finish. That's sometimes my feedback I'll give to a guy like, you know, your form was good, but it's too easy. You know, you want those last couple of reps to be really, really hard, like awfully hard. Um, and then every week you should grow, you should adapt neurologically and physically, and then you can add a little bit more weight or do maybe one more rep or do more range of motion if range of motion has been a challenge for you. But you always try to get better and push a little bit harder. And then you end up with these um, results that seem so miraculous to people. They're not miraculous to me. You can age and gain muscle without taking any kind of hormones. It's possible. I love that message. Uh, and and Joan, so I, I want to sort of circle back to, you know, you were, you were in some serious trouble when you started this. Oh yeah. Um, so, so I want to talk about your, your current condition. You said you weigh uh, about 130 pounds and then the acid reflux, is that it's gone? gone. It's gone. Yeah. Um, thank God. I, Cause it was, I don't know if you've ever suffered from it or not, but it just feels like something is choking you all the time. Like someone's got a hold of your throat um, and you, you're afraid to bend over because the acid seems to to come back up. It's just awful feeling. Um, anyone that's ever had it and there's different degrees of having it. I mean, some people have it so bad that it, it burns the lining of their esophagus. Uh, I haven't, I didn't have that. Thank God. But it was, it was bad enough. It was bad enough. And what about the blood pressure meds? I've been off them since um, October of 2017. The doctor finally, she, well, she had to take me down on them because my blood pressure went the opposite way and I was um, starting to black out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was like, it was like, hallelujah. When I first went on them, the, the doctor told me that I'd never once you start this, you're, you, you can't go off them, but you can be weaned off them. And uh, I was, uh, as I said, I was under the doctor's care. I mean, there's some people out there still think, well, she's had all these things. Isn't it miraculous how she got off of this stuff? In other words, 
she probably made it all up, but it's it's true. I was on it, and I was in bad shape. And like the other thing that I think that scared Michelle was my face was just always being red, and the little vessels were breaking, I guess, in my face. I when I look back at some of the pictures, I can see that, but I didn't realize it at the time. Um, I was in worse shape than I thought I was, but uh, not as bad a shape that I couldn't get out of it. And I think that I give hope to a lot of people that they can, they can, they can get off the, the medications and, and do the exercises. Yeah, you're going to hurt. It's, it's all, you're always going to hurt, but are you going to hurt so bad you can't do anything? Or are you just going to hurt and work your way through it? Because I used to get up in the morning and couldn't walk with my arthritis was so bad. And I knew that if I sat back down, I wouldn't move. But if I walked, it felt better. And then you don't, you know, it's, it's something that if you, the old saying, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it, is very apt, I must say, it is. Um, Michelle, if, if people want to train with you and I know they're going to want to, um, how do they connect with you? Do you, do you take on other clients? Um, I actually, um, I, I, I actually don't, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm quite busy, but I did create, um, I knew last year that, uh, I was going to have to create a viable solution because I, I have so many inquiries and it, it pain, it pains me uh, to have to say no. So I created a coaching platform that's growing. Um, the, it's called the wonder woman. And, um, it's a, it's a collection of coaches that I handpick and I mentor and they all use my programming. They all follow my workflow, my method. Um, and, uh, they're all on my true coach, uh, coaching platform. And, um, they all follow my way of dispensing uh, macros. So they're a very tight knit team and they're all independent coaches. So they're, they're very much, uh, you know, I'm teaching people how to fish and getting those people to help other people. And hopefully it will just keep growing like that. So if someone is interested in coaching, they can apply um, uh, to work with one of those, those amazing coaches. That's great. You, you guys are just, I, I can't tell you how, how grateful, um, I, I am for, you know, for Joan, for what, for what you've done and for Michelle, for like showing her the way that, that this is. Yeah, Michelle has the vision. Yeah. It's incredible. We, we actually do have an app that's going to be launched in April as well. So that's also a really great option for people that maybe aren't in a position to have a, a personal coach. There is a financial investment in that, so much more affordable. And um, to be honest, I think for a lot of people, just something really, really basic that gets them ticking off boxes every day right. um, is the is what you need to get to get going. That's right. That's right. Um, gosh, guys, I've just um, I gotta come down to Tulum and see you guys. Um, <laughs> it's paradise. <laughs> I love, and I love the pictures of the outdoor gym. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> That's our friend's gym, the jungle gym. The jungle gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the jungle gym. The jungle gym, yeah. You can have a hoot there. 
Um, thank you so much for your time today. Um, you guys are both tremendous inspirations to people. And I just really love, I love the messaging. Like it's not over until it's over. And, that's great. And that's, thank uh, you for having us. Absolutely. Have a wonderful thank day, both you. of you. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you, Dan. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Wow. Joan and Michelle. I, I got to say, Joan is one of my personal heroes. I'm, I'm just, just so great to actually speak to her and speak to her daughter, Michelle, and find out how that transformation actually happened. And I, I was so inspired. I got to tell you that as soon as I got off the call, I went and I downloaded the app that she mentioned, my macros, so that I could track my protein, carbohydrate, and fat, because I, I really didn't know. And also my water. And I you know, drinking enough water during the day is actually really hard. I feel like I have to be drinking water pretty much constantly. And of course, near a bathroom. Hmm. Uh, I'm staying here in Salt Lake City for about a week at the Hyatt House, which is, which I love. I love the Hyatt House. I think it's such a great job. And one of the great things they do is they have, they have an awesome gym. And since it's COVID times now, you have to sign up to use the gym only one person can use it at a time. So I get to go in there for an hour a day and just like go wild. Uh, Joan really inspired me to turn it up. And, you know, as you're listening to this podcast, um, please turn it off now. Go to Instagram, look at Joan's feed, Training with Joan, and be inspired. See what 75 can look like. Really, it, it's just eye opening. Next week, we have Mr. Chip Connolly. Chip and I are going to be talking about really the red thread that connects all of Aegist and Modern Elder Academy. It's curiosity. Where does curiosity come from? How does one become curious? How does that really power us through our lives? It's going to be a great chat next week with Chip. Everybody, have a wonderful week. It's been great having you with us. Take care now. Bye.